When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I almost fumbled. It ain't been that long. It ain't that it's been that long. Just a little um, distorted. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Smooth. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, y'all don't want to know how I'm doing. I'm doing horrible, guys. I'll tell you Not this. horrible. I just, I'm a little tired. I don't really know what to call it. Like, I don't know if I slipped my disc. Slipped my disc. Or I pinched the nerve in my lumbar area. I am bad right now. I can barely walk, y'all. I'm yeah. I got a cane. I got biofreeze on my back. I'm, I am, I'm broke down right now. But I think it comes from, like, not stretching enough. It might be. I know it's. Like I, it's a strain or something. I did. I did something. Pulled something. Yeah, at the gym. Yes, and I kind of ignored it. In uh, true guy fashion, we just overlooked that little pain. Mm-hmm. Just keep going until it's too bad, and then now it's too. It's too goddamn bad on me. Yeah, let this be our lesson to stretch before and after the gym. It's honestly as many times as you full can. body stretch. Full body. Because I got stretch. You know, I do my little arms. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, Elisa. I definitely want to stretch more as well. Yeah, I got to do more flexible stretching, yoga and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I do the basic little stretch before every time I work out, but you need that that full body, especially back and core. You know what I mean? That you need, you need yoga for that. So I'm I'm gonna have to put yoga back in my life. Definitely, and not even only when you work out, but like on a daily basis, we should all we should all be stretching. Yeah, need to hit my re my re yoga in the morning. Yo, re yoga. <laughs> yes. You be killing that on TikTok, so I need to put my re yoga in the morning. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? I feel I'm actually I am actually good. Like I am tired. I felt really exhausted this morning. But as the day has, you know, started to happen, I feel fine. And I'm trying not to think about how I'm not actually that tired. I just think this week I haven't had enough good sleep and my body is just like a little tired i took a break from social media since i think the day before yesterday i had been going through something and like just personally with family i found myself escaping like i'm on the explore page i'm looking at like i said i'm vlogging too but like i said i'm looking at india love lashes i'm like what are you what are you doing because i told myself like listen i'm gonna let you escape for a little bit i'm gonna let you escape for a little bit but once i'm like on the explore page and like just literally was on instagram for an hour i have literally never done it i was like nah it's time for you to get off and i've been able to kind of like deal with those emotions and i feel so much more clarity so much much more peace and yeah i'm feeling mentally i'm feeling really good that's awesome yeah. Mentally, I don't know. I'm a, I'm decent mentally. Yeah. Overthinking my back shit got me 
little fried. Yeah, you was bad this morning, y'all. He he was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the podcast. I'm like, baby, just get up. Come on, baby. I didn't know if You'll I feel do better. Anything. I didn't know if I was gonna leave the bed today. I didn't know if I was gonna have the ability to stand today. But look at you. Yeah, look at me. I took 22 steps, probably. It don't matter. You still did it. I still did it. And you here. You here. You showed and I ain't up. Here and I showed up. But I apologize if y'all get a weird answer or anything like that out of me today. I ain't in my right mind. <laughs> How y'all doing? How is everybody doing? From the cubes. You almost cubes. didn't say it. I need to start saying like the cubes. They're going to unsubscribe. Yeah, cubes. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to unfollow. <laughs> Um, yeah, take a deep breath, get present with yourself, with your energy, and experience yourself. How are you? And with that being said, what are we rapping about today? Today we're talking about the inner child, and I'm really excited about this. I think we hear a lot of talk, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I feel like I hear inner child, inner child, inner child all the time, and yeah, I just really want to discuss this with you um jumping right into it when you hear like inner child what exactly does that mean to you how do you define that in that that phrase uh, when I hear inner child I think about like just natural joy mm. what in life just brings me like joy for like I ain't gonna say just for no reason but just like kind of like for no reason like it just what about this particular thing? I don't know, but every time I see it or involved in it or I'm doing it, it brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. When I think about my inner child, inner child usually just is very expressive and wants to, I mean, in general, have a good time. But all in all, very joyful is what I think about when I hear inner child. What about you? Side note, your haircut looks really good. Really? Okay. Yeah, it looks really good. Thank you. You're welcome. But um, when I think of inner child, I think of like that is who we actually are. Okay. That is the truest versions of ourselves. You know how we grow up and we kind of like overthink things, like just the smallest things. When I feel like our inner child didn't really mm-hmm. overthink certain things. We just kind of did. I feel like we were very intuitive. We kind of yeah. just did what we wanted to do. But what I also think about is like our subconscious mind because, you know, Along the line, like as we are children, we experience certain things, whether it be things said directly to us, how we were treated. We experience certain things and we remember those things subconsciously. So it may be certain things that as we are adults now, we don't really know why we feel this way or why we get anxiety when this certain topic comes up or why we get anxiety when you know entering certain relationships or doing certain things following our passion. But our inner child, our subconscious mind remembers those things. And I feel like if you don't tend to your inner child, it could hold you back from so many different things. If you allow, if you are in tune with your inner child, AKA your truest self, then you'll be able to do a lot more things. You'll be able to get a lot of, get past a lot of fears that you may have. If you have a good relationship with the inner child, if not, on the other hand, it won't serve you and it'll hold you back because again those subconscious fears and traumas and that pain hold you back from who you truly are before you experience like trauma and pain and I guess neglect what you felt neglected another thing too 
I think about the book You Are a Badass, but she talked about inner child really, in, in, or AKA subconscious mind really, really well. Um, the inner child is so gullible. Like, mm-hmm. believes anything, takes everything at face value. So sometimes he may act in certain ways or like have certain fears, but it'd be like our inner child really receiving that message or that experience. Agreed. Our inner child is like very confident in everything they do. Yeah. Almost overly confident. You see children, they they be 100% believing the things that they do mm-hmm. and what they say. Our inner child is very much like that. Also with children, they think less logical. When we get older, we think more logical. That's right. how we lose our inner child a lot of times. We mm-hmm. just make things on, oh, this makes sense. One plus one equals two. two. I'll just right. do this. You know, I'll go to college, I'll graduate and I'll get this job, and mm-hmm. then I'll live this life. Yeah, you know that's how we logically think. Our inner child don't necessarily think like that. Our inner child is, is a little more spontaneous. Yes, a little uh, a little more of a dreamer. Yeah, our inner child is more like say in tune with what we naturally want, not what we logically think is going to happen. What we want to manifest to happen. Yeah, like a lot logically, kids wake up every day trying to manifest the best day of all time, especially on Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. We as kids, we try to do it, you know. I'm going to ride my bike here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that all the time. But, you know, when you think logically, you think, okay, what's the best I can get out of today? Right. You know what I mean? You already, like, knocked the ceiling down to where you can touch it. With a child, they might end up in Disneyland. Exactly. On Saturday or whatever. But your inner child naturally knows what you're into. Agreed. When you think about healing the inner child, what exactly do you think of? For me... Because we spoke about this. I never really connected with the term of, like, healing the inner child. Mm-hmm. Um, I more or less connect more with, like, connecting back to the inner child. Right. Bringing the inner child's likes and dislikes and activities back into my reality, back into my day-to-day with a little bit of logic. Just a tad bit, not a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I, I think about it from, from that perspective, I want to emulate and do things that my inner child would just be blown away by so excited you know what i mean like if if i had little travis or little tim right here with me and he's like oh shit you gotta whoa i want to do things (laughs) that make him say that you got yeah you know what i mean i want to do things in that nature that's what helps me connect with the inner child and just bringing like i said things that the inner me is into for for no reason into my life i think a lot of times when we knock those away we say that is you know those are childish things you right need, you need to put you know you need to put kid things behind you you're a, a man now you're a woman now mm-hmm. that's some of the worst advice you can ever get Agreed. where some of the most creative and people who have shaped history have almost thought about it in a childlike yeah sense. those people were definitely tapped in with their inner child yeah yeah like mlk was definitely tapped in with inner child when he thought we all could live in harmony yeah when you logically think about it you say, well, no, nah, not everybody going to get along. We're not all finna get along in this place. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. So, But the inner child says, shit, it's enough room for everybody. We can all play. Like, everybody can play tag today. I'm good. <laughs> like, everybody with it. Like, But like I said, the inner child is like that, though. He has no limits. The inner child mm-hmm. has no limits. He can do as he pleases, and he pleases himself when he does these things. But like I said, as we get older, we think more logically. And the inner child just got to sit in the corner with the with his nose in the corner, like in the school, when they tell you to go sit in the corner. That's basically where all of our 
inner child sit in that corner just waiting to be played with one day. Yeah. We have to get back to that. Agreed. What about you? Healing the inner child. I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you. It's definitely about connecting to that inner child. Like, you know, when you were in, in I feel like your inner child, I've heard you say this before, like all younger versions of me, like it exists oh, yeah, at in, in several different, different, different ages. Yeah, from like yeah. when I was two, five, 10, 12, 16. 16, like it exists. So connecting with those different parts of myself and trying to understand my limiting beliefs because our inner child, like I said, is so gullible and we experience certain things or we, we see certain things in the media or even whether it be in our home or like with friends, wherever the case may be. And we believe those things and we create beliefs based off those past experiences. Um, so just really trying to be aware and acknowledge what my limiting beliefs are and in a sense, reparenting myself like, Hey, you know, I know you saw this, but this is not true. I know you believe that, but that is not true. Or I know that it was done this way when you grew up, but that is not the only way. I'm trying to think. I remember it was something I grew up doing a certain way. I can't remember exactly what it was. And you you was like, you do it that way? And I was like, yeah, that's the only way to do it. And I was just so blown away that I was like, whoa. Like, I had no idea. I can't remember the thing. But I was like, whoa. I thought it was only done this way but just you know tending to the inner child connecting and like you said before too just living my life without limitations and beyond my wildest dreams like this podcast that's healing my inner child like even though little me I didn't of course didn't even know what podcasts were back then but I remember whenever I was in college 19 and I wanted to be, I think I told you just the other day, I wanted to be a commentator, Indeed. like just like Indeed. a person on TV, a, a host. And someone I looked up to told me, like one of my mentors told me like, no, you're not going to be able to do that. You have a child, this, 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 and that. And for me, this is a way that I'm healing that inner child because I'm. it, it may not be exactly how I saw it at that time, mm -hmm. but I'm doing that thing. And mm -hmm. so that's a way that I'm, that's, a way that I'm healing my inner child and just especially like creatively speaking I think once we are all tapped into our inner child and heal that inner child those different versions of ourselves our creativity bruh so unlimited yeah when you say it like that it definitely made me think like yeah you do have to heal the inner child taking what you weren't giving what you were giving that wasn't correct Mm -hmm. And then what you were given that was correct and building on that as yeah. well. You know, all of it wasn't bad. Exactly. Some of it, some of it is good. I do wish I, I could go back and talk to a little man mm -hmm. or just give him attention. And we talking personally about my own inner child. I was I'm a middle child. And this I don't know if this is like for all middle children, but like sometimes middle children, um, or just me personally, I ain't gonna say all middle children, kinda got looked over. Yeah. A lot of times. You're not the baby. And you're not the oldest. So a lot of times you just, if you're in that weird spot, you can get looked over Yeah. by all of the um, potential role models in my community. Like, you know, my uncles, my father passed when I was young. He showed me a lot of attention, but I say he passed when I was six. So it, it wasn't a lot of people that just like looked at me and wanted to like teach me something or give me something. So I was left alone a lot of times um, as a kid. And I just wish that I could go back to my inner child, my little little man and just give him some type of attention you know what i mean tell him that somebody sees him yeah 
I think we talking about healing the inner child. That leads me to just lay on back sometimes. What do you mean? Well, not put myself so far out there. I'm so used to being like kind of not seen or being in the cut that it started to become just a natural little habitat to go to. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead of you know pushing forward and getting to the front of the crowd and standing right on stage, you know, naturally um, through what I've experienced, it's just like. Yeah, just laying on back, not trying to put on a show necessarily. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do need to be a show. You need to showcase your talents and your skills and put them out there. Agreed. It's okay for you to be on the stage and the spotlight on you. Agreed. Everybody takes their time. Every artist that hit the stage, they got a two-hour set. You know, everybody got their time. Two whole that. hours? Is that- a lot of times, yeah. When we, when we saw Blast, he had a two-hour. Like, it it like didn't two- feel like it. It don't, though, because when you up there doing your thing, the inner child thing, and your inner child, like, we was in the in the seats enjoying it like children dancing and yeah, strange, we like <laughs> so when the inner child get going i mean time is irrelevant basically yeah. you know what i'm Agreed. saying so yeah i do feel you on healing the inner child you do have to go back and look on what you were missing that needs to be added what you did give that needs to be strengthened and what just needs to be 100 percent cut out something you said i want to explore you said Everything isn't bad. Agree, because I do feel like sometimes we talk about healing the inner child, and I think in general we talking out our shit in mm-hmm. the wellness community and you know the mental health community. We always talk about like the, the bad, negative, the bad. negative. But there are certain experiences that I think of, like with my grandma. Mm-hmm. She was. I was singing to my grandmother all the time. That woman believed in me so much. I sing to her all the time. And she was like, she called me Chantel. Oh, Chantel, that was so good. <laughs> and then I remember on, she was in the hospital in her last few days. I had, back then, you know, we had MP3 players. Had this mm-hmm. little MP3 player. And um, I had recorded myself singing before I went to visit her. And... I gave it to her, and she put it in her ears, and she was just like, this made me feel so much better. Like, this really helping my pain. And it's moments like that that give me so much strength and so much comfort. And, like, it just go back to what you said, remembering the good times and understanding how much they can empower you. Because everything went bad. You everything know what I'm saying? I feel bad. like we sometimes focus we put our attention on all that is bad now please believe the bad shit the trauma the 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 negative experiences you do have to work through those to heal your inner child but i think by remembering those good times will definitely heal your heal the fuck out of your inner child yeah that's dope you're a good kid i'm a good kid you're a good kid oh thank you you are too yeah (laughs) that's hilarious Cause I did that shit. <laughs> Why do you think the inner child even needs to be healed in the first place? Cause you can properly, I feel like you could actually properly heal without healing the inner child. But I think you will have more questions on why certain things are a certain way or why you feel a certain way about this. Yeah. Our childhood is when we like, it's like that's when the library of our mind is the most blank. So our first set of books is what we know by heart. So yeah. those, those ones are that, that sit closer to us. I've heard the first, the first five years of a child's life are the most important. Like, I can build their core memories. I can get that because, like you said, them are the books you're going to reference to from everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They sit in the library the longest. As we get older, we add books and we throw books out so quickly. You know, we want to 
start this or start that. You know what I mean? We throw books in and out, but mm-hmm. it's core it's core books in our library that makes up us that we'll never throw out. Agreed. It's stuff you can never forget. And those things build roots. They build character in a person. Mm-hmm. You know, why you care so much about things that other people just don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, if you want less questions in your healing journey, start from when you were a little child. Agreed. What about you? The inner child definitely has to be healed because, like we just said, the first five years of your life are so important. And who do you spend those first, you know, five years with? Parents, Mm -hmm. caregivers, siblings, the people who raised you. And I think regardless, I would like to think that most parents have good intentions when they're raising their children. Mm -hmm. And you can raise your child, like, to the best You know, for example, I think we're raising our children really, really well. But I do think that there are going to be some trauma within our children. Like, not trauma. not Trauma is not the word I'm looking for. But I do think that they're going to have to, our kids are going to have to heal their inner child. Like, even though we're doing the best that we can. Because something I think about, too, with my mom. My mom was a single mom. And I always think about the fact that she did the best she could with the knowledge that she had. But when I think about children, though, I just think about the fact that a lot of times children are silenced. Yeah. I think, and and I guess really I'm just speaking for me. This is how I felt growing up. I felt like there was a power dynamic. I felt like my mother kind of thought I was a possession. Like, she owned me. Like, yeah. even like you've seen our relationship today, at, you know, yeah, as yeah, I'm an yeah. adult, and I I think you could see she kind of feels like, like, you know, she, I'm her possession. Yeah, yeah. She feels, yeah, she do feel, um, what's the word? What What is the word? She feels that she just has the authority when she yeah. comes. Even when she comes to our house. Yeah. She feels that she has the authority to do as she please because she's grandma or... You know, whatever whatever her mind that she says, I, I can do this. I can mess with the thermostat. Bruh, I can move turned out the thermostat to 76 one night. And I'm like, well, why what? is it so hot? But I think when it comes to children, I don't think that there is a level of respect that it should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I definitely felt that growing up. Of course, there were fun times. But I think there just wasn't a level of respect. And children aren't. They're often not treated as like they're human beings. We're just not treated as equals. Yeah, human being. That's a little. Yeah, yeah. That's a little. Some, somebody might got that treatment, but most times they're not equal. Like I know what you mean. Equals. We, we grew up in a time period where, like, you know, whatever the elder say said, goes. Yeah, they said when you didn't get to ask why questions. Yeah, questioning. You didn't even get to like you know certain words was off him and like a lie. Lie. I couldn't say my lie. mama. My mama was one of them. You can't say the word lie to a grown up. Agreed. Um, well, even I feel when like she was... heard, she heard Aubrey say lie one time. My mom was like, "Oh no, you can't. She can't say lie." I do remember that. She can't say lie, and I distinctively remember telling her, "Nah, she can say it. Yeah. She can say it. If somebody <laughs> lies, she can say it. Like it's open." Mm-hmm. Um, and my mama didn't necessarily like it. Like it's not how really? she was raised. No, she did not. I can tell that she did not like it. She didn't tell me, but she was just like, "Oh." Okay, that's how y'all doing things. mm, mm, mm. (laughs) That's how y'all doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how y'all doing things. But I think one of them. That's one of those things where a lot of kids you couldn't say lie because 
parents didn't at that time period parents like didn't know they could actually make it come true sometimes mm. so that's why they didn't want to hear it come back probably hurt them now she, our child has has told us you lied and then i think back now see this is why they told kids yeah, they yeah. can't tell adults <laughs> that they lied but now nah, whenever i say silence like this actually like proves my point or like expresses yeah. exactly what I was trying to say. We couldn't say certain things. We couldn't ask certain questions. Yeah. I just feel like, especially we both grew up in single parent households and, you know, our parents had a lot of pressure on them, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So that affected their mental health, obviously. And I'm experiencing this with my mom's day to this day. She still hasn't really gotten those mental health issues resolved, you know, mm -hmm. currently still dealing with that particular thing. And whenever you, so obviously our parents were children once. Mm -hmm. And so they experienced things that we will never, ever know about. Yeah. Whether it be in their home or with siblings or with friends or even as they, you know, became teenagers and, and or young adults and it be whether it be with men, you know, and, or like their love life, they experience things that we will never know. And that shaped them to be the person that they are. And that affected the way that they raised us. So when they have wounds that are unhealed, it's going to affect how they raise their children. Mm -hmm. And if those wounds and that, that trauma doesn't get healed, it's just going to get passed down. Like that's when they say generation, generational curses or cycles, that's the shit that they're talking about. And mm -hmm. so I think that's why it's important for you to like all human beings to heal that inner child. Another thing is, too, I think children aren't given enough grace. Like, when they make mistakes, I know I wasn't. I talked about this on a previous episode before. Like, any mistake I made, like, I waste some juice, yelled at. I say the wrong thing, yelled at. You know, I asked a question, yelled at. And yeah. I saw a TikTok video a while ago, and she was like, these are new fucking humans. Yeah, yeah. I These that. are new human beings. Like, I don't understand. We honestly, we 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, and we still don't fig don't have it figured out. So imagine one, two, like, you know, yeah, really, yeah. Five, especially six, single digit ages. Yeah, yeah. Like, y'all, literally, I still feel like a new human being. I'm not even going to lie. So imagine, yeah. like, that age, they're new. They don't know. Yeah. So it's just like, give children grace. And I think when that grace is not given, it can definitely affect your self-esteem and, you know, it'll require you to heal that specific part of your inner child. Yeah. I don't think any kid can be raised perfect. Every kid going to have something to, like, mm -hmm. necessarily heal from no matter how, as parents, like, we try to hit the cues and try to, you know, make sure we checking all the boxes. But I'm pretty sure I can already shape my oldest one what I think it might be. Yeah, agreed. She she hears, so I ain't going to say it. Yeah. So I ain't, ain't going to say it. I ain't going to say it because she can probably hear me. Yeah. But I can shape it, like, to what it is. Um, but, yes, you got to give children grace. I think a lot of times parents be in survival mode. Mm. And they just be thinking, like, especially, like, single parents, like, where we came from. Yeah. They be trying to keep the ship afloat. So they looking for the next problem and this, that, yeah. and the third. And here you go. Like you said, you spill some milk in the middle of somebody in a critical thought process. Like, oh, man. That, and that just broke them from it. I can see the frustration, but you still don't want them to act out in that way. But I can see why. You know I understand I mean? it for sure. It's so much strain. Raising a person, bro. Yeah. And then at the same time, 
trying to raise yourself still and then trying to give both y'all a life that's worth living and a life that's yeah. worth enjoying in this crazy, chaotic world they set up for us. Agreed. Grace is needed. Grace is very much needed. And extend that grace to, like, your inner child, but also yourself in this mm-hmm. moment as well. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. During this time of the year, we're so hyper-fixated on our goals and resolutions and what we can improve on, and that's fine. I just think we don't give ourselves enough grace. We don't focus on the things that actually went good in our lives, the things that served us, and the things that we should continue to be consistent with. For me, therapy is one of those things. I started therapy during a time where I really, really needed it the most. It taught me to love myself all over again, to draw boundaries, and to choose myself first through it all. And this experience in my life will never go unnoticed. If starting therapy is something that has been on your mind, you should definitely give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash F-T-H-H to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash F-T-H-H. Are there certain experiences in your childhood where you like, yeah, my inner child definitely needs to be healed from, you know, this particular experience? I, I probably got two in particular, almost three one didn't necessarily happen to me. It happened to a friend of mine's. But I was I was with him when it happened, so I just felt so bad for him. Um, but one that was actually me, I can remember in, I want to say it was the seventh or eighth grade playing church league uh, basketball. <laughs> and both the years I played, I was always I always was good at basketball, right? Mm-hmm. But the game scared me. Like, Practice never scared me. I love going. The game scared me to play in front yeah, of people. Yeah, the actual game, okay. Play in front of people. Oh, I could never play the same in practice as I could in the game because I had so much anxiety about um, the games. Mm-hmm. And I remember one particular game, um, my girlfriend at the time came to the game. Not you had a girlfriend before me. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she came to the game. And I was just like, I just particularly remember like not being able to focus on. The Did game. you know she was gonna come? Yes, I knew she was gonna be there, so that made it. I'm oh thinking my about god! It even more. So I'm like, it's in my head. And then she actually came. I'm like, oh my god! Now it's, I already got jitters about the game. Did you play well? No, I played bad. Oh my god! Well, I ain't gonna say I played bad. I didn't play. I dang didn't play at all to my standard, right? Mm. Like, of course, I dribbled, I passed, and if I had to, I shot. But I didn't play like I normally did would, though. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was no people in the gym and it was just number hoopers there, I looked way different. But yeah. the anxiety, fear of being seen is, like, my biggest thing that I had to heal from being a child was fear of being seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I remember that game. It was bad. Oh, it was so bad. And then the second one, it didn't happen to me. It happened to my friend. Well, I feel like this would be some. Because <laughs> the way you looking, like, what No, it ain't it? shit, really. Like, we was at a football game. It was one of the biggest games of the year. We was playing Cape, I believe. So everybody okay. came out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, 
Cape was like a close city to where we from and whatnot. So all the girls there, all the dudes there, everybody from the school, everybody from the, like around the way, everybody at the game, like yeah. everybody in the community and everybody from school. And I'm there with my friend, let's say his name, let's call him D. We was talking and he making jokes with my brother's best, one of my brother's best friend at the time. He actually passed. Uh, shout out to uh, Gerard, rest in peace, bro. He making jokes with Gerard. And I don't know where the jokes come from. He was like, he was going to slap like, him with the pizza. He was going to slap what? him in the face with a pizza. Who bro. said that was going to slap him with a pizza? Gerard must have, either D or Gerard made a joke about one of them having a pizza face. Like bumps oh or whatever. God. And Gerard had a pizza. And I remember him just wow, slapping my friend with the pizza. Oh, my God. I've actually heard you say this, talk about oh, this Oh, I'm talking about, man. And he did it everybody. It seemed like the game stopped. It's like the players in the game stop. But I know everybody in the stands turned around. And he's sitting next to me. And cause he's still in shock. Like the pizza kind of like just dripped Slide off. His face. Like a movie. <laughs> like in a movie. I'm Damn. like, I'm like, oh shit. This just happened, bruh. And he just like, he get up out the stands and just like walk out. He, he walk home from the game. And I'm in such shock. I ain't like other folks laughing. I'm really just in shock. I'm like, God damn, what just happened to my dog? And if I could go back in that time, I wish that uh, I'd at least go comfort my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the time, I was just such in shock. I didn't even know what the fuck to do. What just happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish I stood up for dog. So that brings me back to another thing I want to hear from my childhood. I could always stand up for myself anytime. But it was so often in my childhood, I wanted to stand up for other kids. Mm -hmm. And I didn't because, again, I didn't want to be seen sometimes. But mm -hmm. I just didn't like the treatment other kids got. And I didn't say anything about it sometimes. Yeah. So those are two things, two moments I definitely remember, man. Then he did my dog dirty with that pizza. That is very dirty. And what about you? I can't think of a very specific time. But whenever I was a child, you know, the way that my mother talks to me the way that she like raises her voice even to this day some like obviously it happened so many times oh no now I can remember a time specifically as I'm like saying like talking about it there was a time like and I was this is my inner child but I mean I was 20 I think you when you 20 you still the baby to me in my opinion I was mm -hmm. 20 around that age and we were in the car and it was your grandma, mm -hmm. my mom, Aubrey, which is our old, oldest daughter. She was a baby, like probably like one. Okay. And my mom was on the phone talking to somebody. And she goes, here, somebody want to talk to you. And I didn't, wasn't able to really express it then, but like I don't have to be talking to people, you know, especially if I don't have the capacity. And then I asked her, I was like, who is it? She was like, and she wouldn't even tell me. Like, I'm like, I have the, yeah, yeah, I like, can ask you who can, who wants who was on the phone. Yeah, but they go that they that dynamic again. You talking about? Yeah. So I asked who her who is it? She goes, stop acting dumb and get the phone. The level of embarrassment because not only was your grandmother in there, my child was in there, and that was just a moment for me. Like, I will never forget that moment, and I really wanted to cry. Like thinking about it now, like I want to cry because it's like. Like you, like we said before, it's a level of respect, a yeah. level of like it's a power dynamic, mm -hmm. and 
Some people never let it go. Some parents never let the power yeah. dynamic go. And, you know, even as I'm an adult today, in the way that I'm actually healing my inner child with that particular situation, it's just like having boundaries and standing up for myself when it comes to, like, mm -hmm. when she talked to me this way. Yeah. Now, it has gotten way better because now we'll go, like, I'll put her in a place. But at the yeah, same yeah. time, I will not argue with her. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going gonna, gonna to get my point across and let her know, like, hey, you wrong for that? Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to do that, especially if it's in front of my children. Yeah. Like, because I have to let them know it's not okay to get talked to like that. You have to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one. And then um, I remember being in elementary school and I had a friend. We had like a little friend group, but there was one of the girls who was just like, she was bigger than us. And so I think we kind of felt like, okay. I don't know. I don't know what they had to do with it, any, with it, but she really acted like groaner than us, like yeah. kind of like ran us, like the the, the, yeah, the yeah. leader of the group. And the things that she would say to us sometimes and, you know, the things that she would have us do, it, it's, it wasn't really nothing particularly bad that she would have us doing. I can't even think of one thing, honestly. But you know the feeling you had But afterwards. I know the feeling that I had afterwards, and I just wish that I had enough What's the word I'm even looking for? I wish that I didn't want to belong so badly that I stayed in a friendship or a friend group that was that 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 didn't respect me or that didn't treat me well. Yeah. And so as I am an adult now, because I even like that happened in elementary school, but I feel like even when I went to like got to high school in college, I still experienced that somewhat. Mm -hmm. And now I am actively healing that that part of me because it's like I'm very picky. Like, I realize, like, I don't got to have a lot of friends. As long as I have friends who actually talk, respect me, who yeah. actually like me, who want to experience my energy, like, that's all that matters. And, you know, at the end of the day, you my, you my best friend, really. Yeah, I just want to say that. You're my best friend, but it's just, like, in our children, like, this family is my best friend. And I'm glad that I finally came to a place where I love myself enough and I like myself enough to not stay in a situation that isn't healthy. Yeah. Agreed. When you, especially when you get a partner and then we got a kid, um, well, my friends, friends, you better be aware. You can get cut off real quick. You now. can get cut off real quick. Like, listen, yeah, yeah. especially a good, a good, healthy relationship. Well, Hey, you cutting people off left and right. People, you, you had a you had a hint, you had feelings that they didn't treat you right. But when you get in a good relationship and you actually see how one supposed to go, and this is just like romantic or platonic, mm -hmm. you actually see how one supposed to actually be, oh, it's real easy to spot it then though and everybody Agreed. else. Um but you definitely my best friend and my daughters are my best friends. Um especially Big Aubrey. Me and yeah. her. She's really helped my inner child come out a lot because we play the game daily so i get to be a child again for mm -hmm. an hour or so every single day and uh coming back and being an adult after being a child is easier for me yeah when i felt like okay i've done something joyful and rewarding mm -hmm. all right let me go do my taxes <laughs> go. oh that time hey. is coming up Ugh. yeah fuck them taxes speaking back on like the, the friend stuff though be aware of friends who are passive because sometimes shit ain't always blatant. You know, sometimes it do. People like will blatantly disrespect you. They'll blatantly like act like they don't really fuck with you or like you, but we supposed to be friends. But be aware of passive shit and be aware of 
Like when you feel like somebody, this person can never be happy for me or this person always saying some slick shit anytime somebody else got something good to say about me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just be aware and be aware of people, be aware of your environments, feel it, breathe the room, feel the energy because you know, like you can't really, energy isn't something that you can see. It's not something that is visible. When I walk into any room, I can feel the energy. When yeah. I'm in we're in a in a room with a person, I can feel the energy. I can feel the vibe. And sometimes we get in our head about it, s- stuff like that. Like, nah, I'm tripping. It's me. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. But trust your good. If you feel like that, what what uh what they say on um power if they say he did that shit. So he, he did, did that shit, shit. He did that shit. Yeah, you be knowing. You be knowing, but you be a lot of times we be knowing, but we want something to happen. To guarantee that's what we were feeling, but you can just go with your feeling. You won't, but that coming back to that logic shit. Like we mm-hmm. want, we want a actual equation for an actual situation. But intuition is like the inner child. He knows, yeah. like you know, like you know it. You can feel it. I don't need me personally. I don't need the X's and O's to line up. Even if they do line up, if it still don't feel right, I still ain't gonna fuck with it. Exactly. So yeah, let it go. Okay, wrapping it up. How do you heal? Like, what are just a few things you do, a few activities, you know, whatever it may be that you do to heal your inner child? Me, it's just getting involved and being interested in things that my inner child, like, glows the fuck up about. Like, yeah. That I see and be like, oh, shit. When we be out and I see vintage cars, mm-hmm. I, I glow up. Uh, you really do. I'll be like, oh, let me see. He'll be like, you, we'll be out and you'll be like, oh my God. Oh my God, be, baby. Oh my God. And I'll be like, like wait, 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 wait. Look at that car. I'll be like, Mustang. boy. He'll be like, what the fuck? I will blow up about them. And I don't know shit about cars for real. I know, I know basics. Uh-huh. I know how to, you know, oil changes and, and you know, batteries. You know how to change a tire? I changed all the tire. Oh, wait. I have no memory of that. Oh, wait. You, you, I think I remember. Yes, I know how to change tire. I know how to change the oil, you know, spark plugs. And I know how to do normal, what I feel like is normal, but most people probably don't even know how to do that shit, though. Yeah, I don't. I can't sure. swap a motor out. and then. But I'm into cars, so daily I'll look up cars on my phone. You do. Just randomly. Like, I'll look over and I'll be like, what are you doing? And you be on Facebook Market looking at cars or like... Cars and shit. Just like... I don't even want to buy it, but I just feel like I just need to know this or that third... Uh, like I said, just doing activities that glow up the inner child is healing. Taking note of what makes you, like, feel a little weak. And, like, mm-hmm. where does it come from? Like, basically, like I said, when you when you hear that voice in your head of doubt, mm. does it come from something? That's healing the inner child. Like, thinking yeah. back. Thinking back, when was the first time you can remember doubting yourself? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, do it feel like that? Mm-hmm. And that that's part of the root. You heard something or something disturbed you. Yeah, you want to go back and forth with the different ways? Yeah, we can do that. A way for me that I heal my inner child is just this family. Like, having this union with you and, like, having our children is definitely a large way that I that my inner child is healing because I never got to experience a union like that. I never got to experience love like that, like, between two two adults, you know, of course, my mother loved me and I love my mother, but I didn't experience love from, you know, two adults in the home. Yeah. And, yeah. and just, I remember Saturday morning, last weekend, we was, I walked in here, no, it was Sunday morning because I was doing my hair and I was downstairs 
y'all were still asleep and I came up here to check on y'all to see if y'all were still sleeping and y'all were just lying in bed, you and Zuri, playing with the blocks, playing with Jenga. I was just like, oh my God, this is, these are the moments. <laughs> these are the moments that matter the most. Yeah, those do be beautiful moments. So we did grow up a little different because I actually got to see two loving adults. You did? Oh, wait, when you, before. Yeah, yeah, when, when I was a, when I was a very young child, um, which is like one of my, like we talking about the, uh, the library of you, like one of my books is like, I tell you, like I, I used to dream about being a husband. I know. Like, so it's so like. That's so sweet. And see, it's so funny because I didn't dream about being a wife because my mother was a single mother. And I was just, I just thought that's like, this is how it is. I get it. I do. I so used to dream about being a husband. I don't know why the fuck I used to do it. That but, is so Well, I do know though. why I saw my mom and dad. They used to joke. My dad was like, um, he, my dad kind of like me. He was like this unique cross of a sports guy, a nerd, a music head. But then he also had like a very um, comforting aura to him mm -hmm. as well. So he was, a, he was a unique person. Like he would go from watching, you know, the X-Men and Wolverines to... Oh to, hey, baby, you finna cook because I'm finna sit down and watch the Dallas Cowboy game. And after that, we played fucking Mortal Kombat while he played Easy e in the background. Like, he was, like, a very unique person. He thought he was Easy e He thought he was fucking Easy. e But he thought he was I from wish, the West Coast. I wish I could talk to this man and let him know, like, what the fuck was you thinking? You are not Easy e sir. Like, this man used to have black locs on at all times. Raiders cap. Raiders cap, and he had a fucking jerry curl, bro. I remember you asked me what was his favorite team and i was like that's easy the raiders and he was like no, no he i'm like Cowboys, why would he be wearing the raiders he hat have a raiders cap on that west coast he was a huge character man when my mama told me the outfit he had on when she met him i was like why would you choose this man what did he have on he had on a, he had a jerry curl his black locs on um a leather biker jacket and a feather earring in his ear. Oh, I do remember the feather earring. I'm like, well, what the fuck you got on? And mama, why would you choose this man? Of all these people standing over here, you chose him. I'm like, that shit, that shit blows my mind. But, I know. love that you have that, that experience. And I can like, I forget, because I know your father passed away when you were young, but I forget that. You know, at some point he was actually there in your home, there, yeah, and you, yeah. you know, you had a mother and a father who loved each other in, in this loving household. And I'm just, I'm happy you got to experience that. And I, and I can tell that you experienced that. You are, you're such a loving father and, and husband. So I can definitely tell that Thank that's you. one of your core memories. Yeah, it, it is. Another one for me, the way I heal my inner child is like mothering my children a certain way. Yeah. You know, think back to when I said repairing myself. And even there's a whole episode on repairing to myself when my children do certain things, make certain mistakes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And there is certain things that are on my mind or, you know, things that I'm still healing from. But my kids spill stuff all the time, Lord. Or our pizza, my flows. Our pizza, my flows. One of them ain't actually clumsy. One is clumsy. The other one purposely spills. Yeah, because she's she like a menace. to see shit splashed. Own yeah, this shit. Yeah. But, you know, whenever that happens, I don't blow up. for You know, because if that was me when I was a kid, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, my, like, it's, it's this big ordeal. And so 
again, I think back to that one time where I was getting our oldest daughter ready for school and she dropped, she, I had just fixed her lunch and she dropped her whole lunch box on the floor and like mm-hmm. food went everywhere. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, mommy. I'm so sorry. And like I said in, before, in that moment, I seen my, I was her. I was her and I wanted to cry. Like there was a part of me, like just, I was, I was literally her living, yeah. reliving a, an experience that I had when I was a child and I changed history. Really. I was just like, it's okay, baby. Let me help you pick it up. And so that's just an example of how like I heal my inner child by parenting my, like, I feel like I'm reparenting myself by parenting my children in a certain yeah, way, I if get, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with me. When I said I was a child who was like overlooked Mm-hmm. And nobody really spoke about or asked me about my interests. In my family, I was um, I was perceived as smart. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that they just ignored me completely. Like, I didn't yeah. exist. Everyone thought I was going to be smart. They would say it all the time. They still, to this day, they, think you are. The smartest smart. person in the Your world. mama have, well, I think, obviously, they think, I think they think you're smart and they think I'm smart by way of being with you because your no, mom no, literally smart too. Your mom was like, Yeah, Rika, Rika, you the smartest person I know. I was like, I am. Yeah, yeah. How I, many I, people like, you know? Me? How many people you know? But because my family and I was I was a responsible young kid, mm-hmm. I remember being whatever age and I had a stash of money in the laundry room, like yeah. paying for my school clothes already. You everybody, was a, everybody was like, "What you gonna say?" He was a man. I was, I was. He a was man. a man when you was a boy. What was, what's the? I thing? tell my daughter I was born a man. He was born a man. I was born a man. I had a mustache. She be pissed. She be pissed. I tell her I was born with a mustache and a debit card. She be pissed. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mama, I, I told her to go ask my mama, and my mama, she was like, "Yeah." Automatically doubled it up, and it's the truth. Oh God. Moving on. Like I said, a lot of my family. They ignored me because they thought I would. I had it figured out, or, yeah. or like Travis gonna figure it out. We ain't gotta worry about him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I didn't get asked about what I was gonna do or none of that because everybody just kind of figured I had it out, mm. and I had nothing going on in their little mind about what my future was looking yeah. like actually. So how I re- how I healed my inner child is with my daughters, like remotely interested in anything. I'm we all, all in. in. I'm all yeah. in. When my daughter told me she was gonna play soccer. We all in. Shin guards, two pair of shoes, like the alternate hood soccer shoes. We went and got a goal for outside. We did. I started, we started looking up training stuff. We got cones, like. But also, I used to play soccer, too, in high school, so I was really excited about you, you that. You was, you was, very. When my daughter said she wanted to, you know, start a, a gaming channel. Yep. We, we, went and we. got all the equipment mm, needed for that. ASAP. Like, that low-key healed my inner child, too, because it was certain things that I was interested in as a kid, singing, being the yeah, main yeah, thing. Yeah. And my mother was, like, never really acknowledged that, never really, like, like gave support. It. Now, mind you, my grandma, that's a different story, but, you know, you want to hear from your mother yeah. as well. My grandma was my mama, though, at the end of the day. A lot of us were yeah. grandma. But being all in for whatever our children shows interest in definitely heals my inner child. Yeah, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you want to go be an astronaut, we going to the moon. We going to the moon. Another way I heal my inner child is just being creative, like a free form creative and not boxing myself in. 
like to just certain things. Like I just feel like I'm such a multi-dimensional person. We all are multi-dimensional mm-hmm. people, but I think so often we box ourselves in and like we try to fit into especially me, like I'll try to fit into this or that or even when it comes to like other people's perception of me or what I should be. But I yeah, by just being creative and not even in a aspect where I have to capitalize on this thing, you know, or like make money on this thing. Like just finding a way to be creative that has nothing to do with like getting better, getting good Mm -hmm. or making money off that thing. That definitely heals my inner child to just do this creative thing just to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Me for me not being seen, um, being an artist now, being a rapper now, like oh, I can yeah. show the whole joint now. You gotta hear me now. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the ways. Like you said, being creative definitely helps heal uh, my inner child. I definitely had a whole lot of creativity as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do and be everything. Do you remember what your first like dream job was? Was it always singing? Well. It was always, consciously, it was always singing. But I remember, like, I feel like I wanted to be a teacher at some point because my Virgo rising, like, just love organizing, right? I used to make my um, cousins, my little cousins, well, they ain't, that was a year younger than me, like, I was their teacher, and we used to do homework, and then I used to make them write songs. I was like, please, write this write this song, and then I, I'll sing it. Like, let's just, that's how I used to, like, make them play with me. Like, let's just, let's write a song. I used to love writing songs. Yes, used to love, I had this whole, like, folder with songs written in it. So hilarious. But definitely, um, teach singer, teacher, I can't really think of anything else, though. What about you? I used to want to be a police officer first. I remember you saying that. I used to want to be a cop. You Judy Hopps going to be yeah, a, police be a police officer. officer. I used to want to be that. Um, I thought that for a brief period, I thought I wanted to be an actor too. I do remember you saying. Yeah, but a brief period, I thought I wanted to be an actor. I can see you as an actor though. You can? I think I could be an actress too. That and then um, there was the NBA. Oh, of course. Remember I told you. Yeah, I, NBA I, dreams, of course. I was going to play for the Knicks. And, and your girlfriend marry, was gonna be your, no, no, your not, wife. not girlfriend, baby. I was gonna make the real commitment to marry Alicia Keys. And I remember you said that the other day, and I was like, "Do you realize how much older than she? You that never crossed it your never mind. Crossed my mind like, when she could I was be a mom. child that she could be my mom at that specific age. Like yeah. it never once crossed my mind. That's funny. So I just thought, thought I'd that. get drafted, and Alicia Keys would be at a game. Boom. My bitch. apologies. That you get them. And you know what? It's kind of logical, though, because she's, she's from, from New, New York. York. See, I hated it all New York mathed out. You did. The math was math. The math was mathing, except the five, nine and a half, five, ten yeah. math. That was the only math that I didn't mean, come that's out. that's not the only part, but okay. That ain't the only that's math. That's the only part. That, that ain't the, the only part. part. My apologies. I'm not Alicia Keys, but. You are, you are better. My reality has come out to be. Far greater than I could have imagined. Aww, that's so sweet. And you sing too, so. I ain't Alicia Keys, though, baby. You can't get on the keys. I ain't got no key. key I'm just I ain't got no keys. I can't <laughs> play the keyboard. I can't play the piano. But our time here has come to a end. Yeah. Do you remember Out of the Box? So long for now until we meet again. I know this song, but just like, where do I know it from? To you, my. Where's that from? Out of the box. Out of the box was the shit. It was. It was. 
But uh, yeah, it's come to an end. Thank you for being here, mm-hmm. for allowing us into your space. Hopefully, this gives you a little bit of introspection. You can, you know, actively journal and just whatever the case may be, do all of the things that you need to do to heal your inner child one day at a time. Don't rush this process at all. Um, but yeah, we're sending you so much peace, so much love. So much abundance and everything you need in this moment. I was like, what? Everything you need in this moment. Bye. Peace.